Donna Casasanta was 40 years old when she last heard from her son Dean and his young wife Tina. She was 40 years old when she last held their daughter, her grandbaby Holly Marie. Now, at 80 years old, she finally knows the truth that her son and the daughter-in-law she adored were killed and dumped like trash in the woods outside of Houston. And in that same gutting news, a speck of hope. Maybe Holly, who'd never been found in the woods, was alive somewhere. And if so, would Donna live to see her again? This was a real trauma the Klaus family was now forced to confront. And it was difficult for anyone who knew the story to grasp it in its totality. Donna and her children decided it was time to travel to Texas to see the woods where her son's remains were left, perhaps where his last moments alive were spent. And she needed to visit Dean and Tina's grave in the potter's field to give them the proper memorial they never got to have. Donna and the family rented an RV and made the nearly 1,000-mile drive from the small beach town of New Smyrna, Florida to Houston, Texas. And they invited me to join them on part of that journey. Anybody else need a water? Not that water. No, I need you to fold this up and take it with us. Oh, shoot. I did not even bring any sunglasses. You bring the water The family's 30-foot-long RV rolled into Houston on February 28th, 2022. Two days later, we all piled into the RV, equipped with a bed, kitchenette, and bathroom. Along for the ride were Donna Casasanta, Dean's mother, and all of his siblings, as well as Tina's brother, Les. Also with us was Allison Peacock, the investigative genetic genealogist, who along with her colleague, cracked the identities of Dean and Tina in October. All were mic'd up to record the occasion. There was an air of solemnity in the RV as we made our way to the crime scene. But even so, Donna managed to maintain her composure and sense of humor. Okay, everybody, don't mess with me. I'm wired. Who's <laughs> uh, riding shotgun? This is huge. Everybody on board? I believe so. One, two, three, four, five, six. Where's Deborah? Uh, shotgun as usual. Short lady was not she sticking up. I didn't see her. Not. So who's going to direct us? I can direct you. See. Everybody's ready for takeoff. Thank you guys so much for letting me be here with you. Well, it's us and all you for everything you've done. Trust me. No, but it's your journey, and I just appreciate being allowed to tag along. This was not my first time visiting the woods where the bodies of Dean and Tina were found. Lieutenant Bobby Minchu with the Harris County Sheriff's Office had previously taken me out there to see the location. And I now had the 1981 case file in my possession with the coordinates of where the remains were located. So was I to be the one to show the family the spot? I wasn't expecting to take on that role, but I did. Does anybody want to share how they're feeling right now? Anxious? I'm feeling really nervous and yeah. anxious. Yes. Apprehensive, maybe. There's a good one. Yeah. Sad, definitely. Yeah. We know what happened to him. We don't know why. My first thoughts on this story when I when I read it in the Chronicle, I saw their photo and 
what a good looking couple with everything ahead of them and my first thoughts were who would want to hurt these people and why you know um just couldn't wrap my head around that prior to knowing you had this hope that they're right. out there somewhere mm-hmm. because we were told they don't want nothing to do with you they joined this religious cult and they want nothing to do with you so right. i thought For there's days. a hope out yeah. there somewhere that they're still alive they just don't want to contact us you know and it happened years ago. It's a reality that just hits you in the face. And, you know, to us, it's like overwhelming. A week ago. Tina's brother, Les, felt the same sense of hurt. How the sister he loved and grew up with seemed fine to just shut him out of her life. The story we always knew, they wanted to cut their ties with their family and give up all their personal belongings. I think we all accepted that for what it was in the beginning. As years went by, what did we do wrong that they would never want to contact us again? Yes. We all want that answer. If Holly's out there, and there's a way to bring her home. That's my main goal. We parked at the pediatric urgent care, across from the woods. As a reporter, I didn't want to overstep my boundaries. Maybe the family wanted their privacy as they made their way to the site. But no. They insisted I be part of it. They wanted Dean's story to be told just as much as I did. I then took the family about 100 feet up the service road and turned left to face the woods. I pointed at the trees and told them that Dean's body was found about 50 feet in, beyond the bramble, oaks, and shortleaf pines. Chris, who was only nine years old when his brother Dean disappeared, was noticeably shaken. (laughs) We all stood there, motionless, staring at the woods. So the site actually would be about 50 feet this way. Mm -hmm. So 50 feet from the dirt road. Yes. And then something I did not expect happened. It's way in the woods. That's too much. Too far for you to go. Take me to the 50 feet. Donna, who at 80 years old, used a walker to get around, was determined to make her way into the woods. Through the thorny bramble and tangled vines, through the boggy, uneven earth, I wanted to see where he would leave. To the very spot where her son's body was left. I wanted to pray over it. And with that, her son and three daughters grabbed her arms on each side and guided her into the woods, pushing back branches with her hands to form a path where she could walk. I want to go in a little bit, please. Okay, here. We have to get her back here. We have to clear the path. Watch you stick, Mom. You okay? I'm okay, honey. Of all the scenes in this tragic tale, it was this one that affected me like no other. Even before we know how to speak, we reach out for our mothers. At our lowest moments, a terrible illness, a threat, or danger, we call out for her embrace. I'm here, mine would always whisper, her hand brushing my forehead, her words always reassuring me. Donna Casasanta wanted her boy to know that she was there, and the moment broke my heart. It rendered me speechless. 
You want to hold on to me? Yes. Okay. This is about right. I said 50 feet. It's just right around this area. I led them into a clearing where a bed of green palmettos basked in the sunlight. It was here, in this very spot, where Dean was found. Tina's body was found another 25 feet or so into the woods. Donna broke down almost immediately. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> oh, you know, well, let us find the perpetrators that did this, Father. Let us find them, dear God, please. We want answers, Father, in Jesus' name. We want answers. Yet Donna managed to summon some sense of gratitude. I prayed for many years for find out what happened to him, and you finally showed me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. And amen. Tina's brother, Les, however, reacted differently. This doesn't bring closure. Not this part. I thought being here and making this trip, coming to know what happened, would bring a good piece of that, but the more I'm here, the more I want more answers. I would love to think after 41 years, you know, we can find these perpetrators and bring them to justice. And it's a strong feeling of justice that we want. It's ungodly. And I know they happen every day, but when they hit home like this, it hurts. We'll continue with our story after this short break. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. After the group of us left the woods, we drove in the RV to the Harris County Cemetery. The drive was heavy. Donna was quiet. Les and Debbie asked questions aloud about who might have heard Dean and Tina and why. Could the detectives tell if the bodies had been moved or if they had been killed here? I couldn't tell. I don't think they could tell. Um, but, you know, Les made a great point yesterday that that is such a far way to drive from Louisville all the way here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes like no that. sense. They had to be in Houston for a reason. Well, we have a detective in Louisville that's currently looking into things. Is he finding anything? He has provided everything that he knows with the Harris County Sheriff's Department mm-hmm. as well as Nick Yeah, Nick. he shared his file. Uh-huh. It is, but I think I think they're just grasping at straws. I just don't think there is anything concrete. We'll keep right grasping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's bewildering mm-hmm. that this is what it came to, and I think we've all done this already or put ourselves in their shoes as to what their last day was like, and it's terrible. It's just terrible. You look at that picture of them as a young couple full of hope. You know, a young couple with their whole lives ahead of them. It's hard to imagine another human being is capable of that. Right, exactly. It's something that we're dealing with, and it's something that I hope to be a better person and never a bitter person because of it. So many questions and still so few answers. But there was one thing every person in that RV agreed upon. Dean and Tina Klaus would never have willingly given up their daughter, Holly Marie. That was for sure. 
The potter's field where Dean and Tina are buried is a flat, sprawling green. Rows of tiny flags to serve as markers for the dead who had never been identified or claimed. The family and Allison gathered around the graves, holding each other with Donna in the center, singing and praying, saying goodbye to the couple who'd been nameless for 40 years. into joy and our mourning into praise. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Abba Father, interpreted as Daddy, take this tragedy and turn it into your glorious triumph. From our tears and pain, may we birth and find your purpose from it. As we do, may you fill us with precious memories of Tina and Dean. Hear our prayer, O Lord. May the memories that we treasure in our hearts and stories that we share with one another make us laugh and heal us, and we will be able to share with Holly Marie one day. Hear our prayer, O Lord. In your darling son's name, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. The idea of closure is powerful. In my experience, speaking to families of the murder to the missing, it's a word that ignites fury. It's a word that has no place in their homes because it's a word that has no meaning in their world. There is no such thing as closure, they will tell you. But I believe the visit to the woods and cemetery on a bright March morning helped the Klaus family on its journey of healing. It was cathartic. It allowed them to feel the pain and the anger they needed to so that they could then channel that grief into a purpose. Finding Holly and bringing her parents' killers to justice. Coming up in episode six, a shocking break in this 40-year-old case. I'm excited to announce that baby Holly has been located alive and well. I was floored. I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. This new development only adds another layer to the ongoing mystery. Two women who identified themselves as members of a nomadic religious group brought Holly to the church. They were wearing white robes and they were barefoot. The women indicated they had given up a baby before. That's next on What About Holly? Hi everybody, it's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to What About Holly ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.